Hey everybody, this is Brad Williams and I am the pastor of B4 Church. Welcome to our podcast. My prayer is that this would help you behold God, that you would see him for who he is, that you would belong to community, that you would be everything that you were created to be, and that you would be able to dream beyond the limitations in your life. So I hope you enjoy this teaching and we look forward to seeing you in person soon. Well, hey, everyone. Welcome to the B4 Podcast. My name is Alex, and I am one of the pastors here at the church. Yep, and I'm Brad Williams. I'm the lead pastor here at B4 Church. All right, so today we're going to talk about a documentary that is really well-known. Everybody knows about it. It's called The Social Dilemma, and it's a documentary on social media. And Brad, you text me the other day, and you're like, Alex, you have to watch this. Drop whatever you're doing and watch this right now. And obviously, you're my friend, but and I was like, okay, yeah, I, I need to see what is this all about. And as I watched it, I just kept thinking, Brad, what about this documentary spoke to you so much that it was like you need to prioritize your time and you need to read it, watch it? Right yeah, now? yeah, no, it's huge. Um, in fact, I, th- so I got I got the link sent to me by somebody else that was a friend and uh, I let it sit for a couple days and then finally thought, I'm going to watch it. Turned on Netflix. It was like number one or number two streaming mm-hmm. on Netflix. Uh, started it and I just have to say it's one of the most profound impacting and it's not like there was information that I hadn't heard in some bits and pieces. It was the first full-scale presentation of what's happening with social media uh, in our world today and it and it hit me in such a powerful way I literally I mean I texted you and almost immediately took drastic steps to change my behavior based on what I saw in that well, documentary. Well no it's kind of the way that it was built right like as you were watching it they even made suggestions of things you could do to test out yeah. what they were talking about what were some of those? Yes you- in fact so we paused it yeah. so we were sitting it was Sherry and, and myself and, and one of our daughters and we actually paused the documentary a couple times when they were discussing things and we said well let's just test this let's see yeah. if this is true like for example they said if you google climate change depending on your location and depending on what you search for in the past the algorithm that they've created would predict what you were going to look for you know it has that little yeah. predictor thing up in the up in the search box and it would offer suggestions and depending on who you were and what you've wow. searched and where you were it would suggest different things and so we did it and we got different results and wow. we all kind of looked at each other like okay this is creepy this is real yeah, yeah, and then I tested it. I got I got to the office, and I thought, I wonder if it'll be different if I'm searching from the church. Right. And uh, and Google thought that if you're searching from a church location, you yeah. might want certain results. And so I was sitting with Dan Gill, one of our pastors. We searched, and it was amazing. My results being at the church were different than my results in my neighborhood here yeah. in Portland. So yeah. that kind of stuff was happening. So we're right. watching this, and I'm seeing my own behavior. And I think what was what was very poignant for me was I got mm-hmm. to see what was how it was influencing me yeah. and in a new way, I think I saw that, but yeah. then I also began to see what it's doing to our culture, what it's yeah. doing to our society. And so I started asking big questions and I sent it to you and a handful of other people. Almost yeah. immediately yeah. I said, you need to watch this. Like yeah. you got to watch yeah. this thing. And for those of you who haven't had a chance to tune in and see the documentary yet or read about it, in essence, what they do is they unpack the effects of the designed programs and algorithms behind search engines and social media yeah. and things that we engage with every single day and how that has actually reshaped our society. It's reshaped yeah. our bodies, our minds, and it's had a very profound impact on humanity as a whole. Yeah. And as it teased out that overall picture, it kind of broke things down into three sort of macro categories. And I think it's worth our time talking about. Yeah, but the, real, real quick, I think yeah. we have to also stop here and mention um, these people in the documentary are the creators of That's these a, products. Yeah. So many of them are now having an ethical crisis right. and they're stopping and they're trying to raise the flag and say, we have a problem and yeah. we need to wake up to yeah. what's happening right now. And, so I think that's critical. It is critical. And I'm glad you brought that up because they didn't 
create any of these systems with the intent for it to like derail humanity. Yeah. But like you said, they woke up to going, what did we make? Yeah. And, um, and so again, we're going to look at these three separate categories and, and, uh, what's happening. What does this all mean? And what do we do about it now? Yeah. Now let's talk about what's happening in the world as a result of these tools that have been made. Um, our mental health. Right. Mental health is, it's fascinating. So in the documentary, they're very clear. They, they sort of draw lines of where certain social media um, programs became more prevalent, prevalent. And then they um, parallel that to certain social crises that are taking place. Wow. So for example, um, they sort of mark on the timeline when Instagram was popularized and then they show the rise in suicides as a wow. result of that. And wow. it's dramatic. I mean, you yeah. see the, the, the curve, it's a hockey stick up and to the right. right. Um, overall mental health, since the creation of social media, overall mental health in the world yeah. has gone down. Like, yeah. so you see this, and when you see like when these things were created on a timeline, and then you see the results on mental health, truly it's staggering. Yeah. I, you know, I mentioned this in a message in our series on the soul, which, by the way, soul keeping in the midst of all of this, it might yeah. be worth time to refresh that one. But um, in it, I mentioned a survey. It's a world happiness report. And in that, it told us overall that we have never been more wealthy and more connected yeah. by technology and at the same time globally more unhappy, Right. which was staggering when I read that. But it also made sense because I've had my own experiences with shows, social media where I look at it and go, well, my life's not all that great. Right. 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 And you, we capitulate that and put it in front of kids and teens and young adults and all sorts of people. And it begins to change the way our brains even function. Yeah. Some of these creators, they were really open in saying that um, most of what we're viewing, most of what we're participating in, um, they have created programming that is meant to be addictive. Everything yeah. from a like button to the way things pop up on your phone. I mean, truly yeah. your phone They've created it to be this dopamine generating right. engine that keeps you coming back. They compare it to a heroin addiction. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, exactly. I mean, they've actually watched brains light up under fMRI machines as people are interacting with their scroll feeds and they're going, oh, wow, if we design it this way, people get hooked. They're yeah. drawn in. Yep. Yeah, not only that, they mentioned the monetization of, of yeah. social media. And I love one of the lines says, if it's free, then you are the product that's being sold. And they, man, they really dive into that and they make it very clear that they've studied humanity and they're figuring out how do they sell you? How do they right. make you the product? And uh, the moment that I saw that and then thought about what I see in my, you know, in my feed and the things that I'm purchasing and Amazon, all these different things, yeah. and immediately became aware of what's of what's taking place right now yeah and i think in the what does this mean section of this conversation we can talk a little bit more about that yeah um it's a fascinating fascinating idea to think about um but let's keep moving on uh aside from this affecting our mental health there's some other things that it talks about in regards to politics or yeah. our democracy in fact there's a quote um from the new york times that they pick up on and it's the number of countries with political disinformation campaigns on social media has doubled in the past two years yeah in other words there's intentional efforts to spread the wrong information over social media um, about various political opinions right and that's intentional yeah, not only is there intentional, but they also talk about how the algorithm has produced an echo chamber, if you will, yeah. and how because they they are 
creating an environment where you're seeing what they think you want to see, it's actually creating polarization. I think that was one of the things that shocked me the most yeah. is when they showed how polarized Americans alone are over today, time. over yeah. time. Yeah. And then what happened since the, the creation of social media and even the last few years, yeah. you realize that they've created these echo chambers. So yeah. most people are getting news and information that it's exactly what the algorithm predicts. And they actually say, we didn't create the algorithm to do this. The algorithm is doing it for you now. It's right. just, they've, they've sort of set this beast loose. Right. And now it's creating this polarization. When it's fascinating because it, it was originally designed and intended to be um, an advertising like yeah. program where it saw your trends, the things you liked, and it put that product in front of you. But over time, obviously, if you start applying that to ideologies and different ways of viewing the world, it works the same way. It puts something yeah. that maybe you already feel or gravitate towards or you're wrestling with and it shoves it right in front of your face yeah. and says, focus on this thing. Right. right there was a Facebook, there was an internal Facebook audit, if you will, that right. revealed that 64% of people who had joined an extremist group on Facebook were driven to that group by the algorithm. <sighs> so it just drives people to that That's stuff. insane. Yeah. That's literally like if you think about that and, and how long Facebook has even been around, that means that there are people that are not in extremist groups, but because of the algorithm is literally creating, like populizing yeah. these groups. And it's just crazy because that impacts the real world today. Well, you know, one of the things they really are open about talking with is, is you know, we feared um, artificial intelligence. I think humanity ever since, you know, the Terminator came out, yeah. we've all thought, Sky okay, Net. when does, yeah, when does uh, AI overcome human strength? Yeah. And they actually said that artificial intelligence doesn't have to overcome human strength. It just has to overcome human weakness. Yeah. And they said that's exactly what they've created. They've created the perfect thing to overcome human weakness. Yeah. And because of our weaknesses, which, by the way, there's an entire biblical aspect yeah. of this, yeah. appealing to the flesh, appealing yeah. to, to the old person that's drawn people now to these places. And yeah. so it's actually preying on our yeah. weaknesses, yeah. not our strengths, and yeah. not overcoming us in that way, but through the weakest yeah. things. And in our, our immaturities lives. and some of those primal instincts we have in our weak moments, it's buzzing in our pocket, it's dinging it's getting our attention yeah and it's causing us to further spiral downwards yeah so I so I watched this and I think for me the big thing was like we've got to start we if if they're raising the red flag we've got to raise the red flag That's and right. say hey somebody has to start talking about this it's one of the reasons why I wanted us to talk about it on the podcast because yeah. I thought man it, our people need to know this is happening yeah. well and the truth of the matter is is that it's actually this thing right here this documentary is now like common conversation that's happening amongst even our brothers and sisters in this church Christians all over the place are wrestling with this what does this all mean now that yeah. it's been put in front of us what does it mean and then what do we do about it so okay Brad what does it mean yeah I think you know for me and I'm just gonna speak from a leadership perspective I have been sitting back the last several months and I'm watching the polarization without knowing what was in that that documentary I've been watching the polarization of our nation I've even just been watching the general bad behavior of yeah. human beings and I've been wondering like you know what in the world's going on I've sort of been lost in just like watching thinking what is happening with people that were so angry and so yeah. hateful and so venomous you know on both sides of every argument it just seems like there's no way to, to come to a, an agreement and I think what this immediately meant for me was I just was able to take a step back and say, okay, wait a second. People are being heavily influenced, heavily influenced. Yeah. And it gave me some empathy. I think for yeah. the immediate circumstances that we're in, I just sort of step back and I look at everybody that's really passionate right now. And I think, where are they getting their information? Yeah. Are they stuck in an echo chamber? Um, it's, it's causing me to have some grace and realize, yeah, yeah. We're, gonna be, we're being shoved in these directions. Um, so that's one of the first things yeah. for me that it yeah. meant was just to have some yeah. grace for humanity yeah. right now. Connected to that, there's a teaching of Jesus that I've been holding on to in this season as well. 
and that's the practice of withholding judgment but making observations. Yeah. And uh, Jesus talks about that in the log and the spec idea. And the reason why that's important is because if all of this information is getting pushed yeah. towards us, right, and it's confirming our bias already, then I need to pause and hold before I make a comment, mm-hmm. before I make a like, mm-hmm. before I even formulate a full opinion about it, and make sure that it isn't coming from a place of my own flesh or misinformation or yep. something along those lines. Yeah. Yeah, the other thing that it means for me, so I think the other uh, other side of this is, it's also, re- you know, and this becomes really clear in the documentary, that um, that this is very consumer-driven and that there aren't reciprocal relationships that are taking place in this. This yeah. is... Um, this is definitely about individualism and this, we, we call it social, but it's actually kind of antisocial yeah. and the, the connection that people think they're having isn't really real. I mean, even right. when you see somebody pop up on your Facebook, the, they reveal that one of the reasons they may pop up is that that person just happened to be in a location that was near you. They identify that through their systems. They right. put that person on your Facebook feed and you're like, Oh, I haven't connected with them in a long time. So there's an artificial sense of community, and we like to say, well, we're connecting through this stuff. Right. The truth is, we're actually not connecting. Yeah, no, I mean, even, I, I remember reading this, learning this, that somebody else is scrolling about in your friend list about this certain topic, and you happen to be scrolling on that same topic, it's going to try to connect you. Right. It's going to try to make you reconnect with that person because you have some of the same thoughts and ideas. Exactly. Right? And it's kind of creepy. And it's also <laughs> not real belonging. You know, we, we what we're longing for is genuine a, a genuine sense that we belong. And yeah. what it's creating is a false sense of belonging, which then, by the way, goes back to what we were first talking about. And that's yeah. the the disintegration of mental health. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's really good. I love that idea that social media isn't very social. It's driven by consumerism. It's not free, by the way, Yeah. which means there's dollar signs connected to it, which means it's driven by a desire to monetize you. Right. And that it actually becomes um, a gap or a wedge between you and someone else. There's oftentimes no reciprocation in relationship. It's one way. Yeah, you know, one of the things I think that I found myself watching it towards the end, it was kind of hopeless. I mean, I'm going to just tell everybody that watches. Yeah. Um, it, it's you're, you're watching people who created something. They set it free. They see what it's doing to our culture. And they're asking ethical questions. Like literally, there, there one guy actually said, mm-hmm. if we set this free, we could destroy human civilization. Yeah. And rather than pump the brakes, we slammed on the gas. And now we're seeing the results of this. Yeah. The, the, the documentary ends in this place where it kind of leaves you with more questions. And I, I don't want this podcast to end this way. Yeah, I want us yeah. to talk more about, and I want, I want to leave obviously some room for you to watch the documentary. If yeah. you're listening to this, I encourage you to do it, but I want to end by, by just talking about what do we do? Yeah. 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 And as Christians, um, unlike in this documentary, we actually are people of hope. Yeah. And so even if things are, are not going well, we cling to that. We hold on to that. And we believe that God can work in and through the moment in our culture and history that we are, um, and he can break through some of these things that are broken. And I actually think it's a great opportunity for the gospel. Yeah. So I just want to share what, what I did. And by the way, I think I'm a, I think I'm probably a 75% uh, characteristic of, of a social media user. I don't know that I'm, you know, a 13 year old boy, like maybe (laughs) I would have been, but, but I use it a lot. I mean, I'm on, I had, you know, the apps on my phone and all Mm -hmm. the different things. Um, and this is what I did on a very practical level. When the video was over, uh, I made two posts, one on Facebook and one on Instagram. And I posted about the social dilemma. And then I just sort of quietly said goodbye. And I took all of those applications, Pinterest, which is also, by the way, in yeah. the video and it feeds information. So Pinterest, Instagram, 
uh, Facebook, anything that had a social Twitter, uh, yeah. anything that had a social media element to it. And I took it off my phone yeah. because of the constant distraction, because of what it was doing. Uh, and then because of the things they reveal about the phone, I went in all of my notifications on my phone. And other than a phone call or a text message, I turned off all of the yeah. notifications. Yeah. So now I'm the one driving the behavior. Uh, and I've left it that way. I did made the decision. I'll check Facebook and Instagram from my computer uh, a couple times a week just to, you know, kind of check in and see if there's anything yeah. crazy, if I've been tagged yeah. in something, whatever. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I am removing this. Um, and so from a very practical level, that's what I want to first recommend. Some of you, like you did yeah. something pretty drastic a few years ago. Yeah. I mean, I grew up in the age where this was all being shoved in my face. Yeah. Right. And so from a young age, I was on AOL Instant Messenger and MySpace and, you know, yeah. on Facebook early on and all of those things. And it had become such a part of my life and I was so connected to it that I decided I'm just going to cut this thing off completely. Yeah. And I went away from it for four years and honestly did not miss it at all. Yeah. <laughs> and I only recently re-engaged during couple, COVID, right? During COVID to be connected to the people in our church yeah. community and also to see what the heck was going on in the world. Yeah. And you know, what's interesting is um, I know for you, you were able to make that clean break. I, I'll be honest and say, I didn't realize how much I was like depending on this when there were moments of anxiousness or boredom or, you know, whatever there was, I didn't realize how much I grabbed my phone until I took these things off my phone. I just yeah. want to be open and transparent with everybody yeah. listening. Yeah. I was shocked at how many times I went to grab my phone when that stuff wasn't there. And yeah. I realized there was no reason for me to grab it. And I just went, I, I have been, I have been reeled in and my behavior yeah. has been shaped by this. Yeah. Well, and honestly, that's how the four years started for me too. It took a long time before I stopped feeling the phantom buzz in my pocket yep. and, you know, yep. started looking it, it, it took time. It was a discipline, which is what we're talking about here. What, do people need to do yeah. in a response? And I guess it depends on where you're at in your journey. It does. And so I think the second thing we have to also stop and do, and that's check our hearts. Yeah. And that's what I had to do. And immediately I went, what am I looking for? Why am I grabbing my phone in a moment of boredom? Sure. Uh, why what do you need? Yeah. What am moment? I needing? Yeah. 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 And I think um, this became a discipline almost the last two weeks have really been revealing for me of just stopping and saying, okay, why? What was going on in that moment? And we say, well, I was just bored. I didn't have anything to do. No, but there's something else. Why can't I just be alone with my thoughts? Why can't I just sit in this moment? Why can't I press through kind of a difficult sequence of ideas? Why do I want to distract myself? And some of my own behavior got brought to the surface on yeah. that. So I think those are the kinds of things we have to do. We have to examine our hearts in the middle of this. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. So we've got some show notes um, uh, connected to this podcast, some things that some resources for you. Again, didn't want to exhaust this whole topic. Yeah. We want to encourage you to watch it. And, uh, and if you want to get more information, you can check out those show notes. Uh, I'm going to tell you, you can subscribe to this podcast. Normally we say things like check us out on Instagram or Facebook and yeah, and I'm questioning the ethics of that right, <laughs> right now. Today so, it doesn't feel like that's the right thing to say. Yeah. Yeah. So we hope that this has started a conversation for yeah. you and your household. One thing I'll just mention as we leave, I thought it was fascinating that the creators of all of these things will not let their children have yeah. iPhones or yeah. social media. Yeah. That should tell you something. Yeah, man. If the yeah. cooks in the kitchen don't let their kids eat the food, you probably shouldn't eat it either. I'll leave you guys with that. <laughs> Hope you have an amazing week, and I hope this uh, challenges some things that are going on in your life. Yeah. We'll see you later. See you guys. Well, hey, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to visit b4church.org for more information. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you can subscribe. You can share it with your friends. You can even take a screenshot and share it on social media if you like. Tag us at b4church. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you soon.